This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Back at St Andrews for a uh, Saturday three o'clock kickoff with uh, Birmingham hosting Sheffield Wednesday, and uh, I'm delighted to be joined by Ash, uh, Sheffield Wednesday podcaster. How are you doing, Ash? I'm good, thanks, Sam. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks so much for your time. And um, I guess we'll start off straight away with Sheffield Wednesday, how they're doing at the moment. Uh, it's not looking great in terms of the leaderboard, but we do have a bit of optimism with Sheffield Wednesday as uh, Danny Rolls now the manager. And from what we've just kind of spoke about in your video, a lot of the fans seem to think that he's doing the right thing. You know, you've got Roll there who's worked with Hansi Flick uh, in the Bayern Munich South and at Germany South as well. And you've got Chris Powers, assistant manager, who's got plenty of experience in the game, you know, having done a similar role with England. So there is a lot of experience around the place to sort of match up with Roll's inexperience, I guess. But there is a lot of optimism around the place, isn't there? Oh, without doubt, Sam, without doubt. Um... He's uh, it, it's, it's coming as a bit of a, a little bit of an unknown. Obviously, he had time at Southampton, uh, but as a as a first team, the man at the top, the man in charge, um, he has, and it's been it, he's been he's had his pedigree, like you said, he, he's been an assistant at Red Bull uh, with the German national team, Bayern Munich. So he's been around a lot better players than Sheffield Wednesday players, put it that way. Uh, and being new to the league, it was it was good and refreshing to. To see him bringing in backroom staff, like you say, Chris Powell, um, he did mention when he got the job, he did want to bring someone in with experience of English football. And to be honest, Chris Powell, he's got bags of it. So really, really, as a fan base, um, looking forward to Danny Rule. And obviously, he's, he's not got the best of starts, but it couldn't have got worse than what we had previously for the previous 10 games or whatever the name we won't mention had had the job yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> we will not mention the name uh, but the manager that was uh, at Sheffield Wednesday prior to Danny Rule and really didn't have a great time. I think it was one of the things where he sort of came into the club and it was a bit of a thing where it was doomed from the get-go, you know, from the yeah. announcement maybe of Chan Siri there as well, you know, what he was saying, sort of coming out and criticising Colton Palmer, I think it was. And it was just <laughs> the whole, you know, circus of things going on. So... What was your sort of summary of that summer? Because obviously the manager that got you into the division departed as well. What a summer. I, what a summer. I, I mean, uh, for obviously how it ended for Sheffield Wednesday at Wembley, um, you, it was a roller coaster just then. But then obviously that finished, summer break, coming back. And then I think it was, what was it, about a mon- Monday night, about six o'clock, my phone went mental. I'm like, oh, what's happening here? We signed someone or something. It was like... Darren Moore's left his role um, at Sheffield Wednesday, uh, and that was it. And then, then you you've just lost all. We knew, we knew as fans, it was going to be a hard season. 
we knew we had to strengthen the team. There was players that had to leave. We had to bring some players in. But with the great feeling that the club had, Darren Moore had with the fans going into this season, it, it, it was optimistic that we will stay up. Um, a lot of fans um, and, and uh, podcasts and like betting and all the ones on Twitter were like, obviously, um, we were one of the favourites to go back down anyway. But then, obviously, Darren Moore part company, uh, the owner made his decision, a mutual decision. If he got sacked, he left. Whatever the back, back um, happened on, we'll never know the the true story. There's a he says, she says type of thing. My story, his story um, with both of them. But he left. So we brought in uh, Cisco Munez. I said his name. Uh, uh, there we go. Who's had championship experience with Watford. But bearing in mind that was a team that got relegated from the Premier League. So it was a Premier League team virtually. Uh, and he came in and we needed a full. So we signed 13 players in the summer. Um, I'm not under no illusions that they were not all Cisco Muniz players. Obviously, the, the owner has his advisors that he goes on about. I mean, he's well documented, our owner. I'm not going to go there. It's PTSD type of thing for us Wednesday fans, a lot of them. Um, but he brought in these players um, and it didn't work. Ten games he had, we failed to win one. Three points, three draws. Um, sorry, no. Two, uh, yeah, three draws. Um, two draws, sorry. We got a draw with the caretaker. Apologies. Um, and it just didn't work. So the owner made a decision, got rid. And... Uh, we're on the up at the minute, even though it doesn't look like it. The feeling amongst fans, like I said, we're on the up. So, just just need the points to go with the feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think we're kind of in a similar predicament where we need the points. You know, it's one of the things where we, we see that the right things are trying to happen, but it's just not all clicking into place yet. And we just need a big result, really, to have that, you know, three points in the bank to say that, right, we're playing this way and it's actually working. So... We're both in very similar predicaments. The fact that Rule and Rooney have both managed five games for their respective clubs. I mean, you guys have picked up a win. We haven't even got a win yet. So there's a bit more positivity yeah. for you guys. And um, it's one of those things where you look at sort of the all-round game of Sheffield Wednesday, where um, Sheffield Wednesday this season, I think, could have scored seven goals in the championship, which is the lowest in the division, worst goal difference as well. But yeah. what have you seen since Rules took over that has given you this optimism? I think I think it was night and day when he when he first came in. Uh, I think he was at the club for three three days before uh, his first game, so a bit harsh on him for the first game. Um, but even in that short time, you did see. I mean, it could not get any worse. The the style of play, we couldn't even decide what style of play we were playing under Cisco. Uh, he was playing players out of position. It was just we didn't know what players. I don't think he ever knew what what his best 11 or potential best 11 could be um that the signings that he made there's only been out of the 13 there's just a handful that have actually turned up or or fitted and, and made a bit of a difference uh even now um so when 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 uh danny rules come in he's we were very guilty in the cisco of not having the ball possession stats were awful um there was three or four games out of the ten. We were at twenty, early twenty percent, which is which is disgusting. Really, you're not going to go anywhere. Um, we didn't even 
have 20 odd percent and then snatch a, a 1 0 win. It was just, it was constantly just dire football. Um, and now, under the new manager, he, he seems to have got a more possession based football. We seem to keep the ball a lot better. Um, the stats for that is, is well improved. Um, and it does seem more attack minded. Um, the, the way he sets up, now we're playing with two wide men. Uh, Masaba and Gasama, who were a young lad that he did play against Millwall, um, have got bags of pace, very raw, but bags of pace, which up front-wise we've, we've lacked for a few years. Um, it's just the, the focal, the top guy, uh, whether it be in Smith or if it's a Windass, if he plays there, or Gregory. Um, we're, just, we're just lacking in that department. Um, and, and it'll come, hopefully, the, the way that uh, the manager wants to play and set up. It's going to take time. I say it's only five games, but the games are coming thick and fast and they're running out, if you know what I mean. Mm. We are where we are and, it, it, yeah, we are just desperate for wins. Mm. It's exactly it, isn't it? You sort of look at five games in the Championship. So much can change in the league in that time, can't it? Like It's such a sort of time frame where you look at the games and you look at sort of individual moments in the games and you think like, I suppose if you do the right things for certain points of the game, it can go away, but you need that 90-minute performance. And I think that's something that Birmingham fans have kind of thought, right, we've played well in moments, but we've not had that 90-minute performance yet. But in terms of sort of the management and the way that things are going, obviously the fans can say, oh, yeah, it's, it's positive, things are on the up or whatever, but how long does this sort of um, positivity turn into yeah. sort of patience? And <laughs> we need the results now because of look at where we are in the league because it's kind of what's happening with Birmingham too. It, 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 exactly that. Exactly that. We we he got his first win against obviously the the local rivals Rotherham, who are in amongst us as well. So that was a great two 0 winner at home, which was a massive boost. Um, it's just we were unlucky against Bristol City, went down to ten men for a, a red card that got rescinded, uh, and then against Millwall we had a couple of goalkeeping errors, defensive errors rather than we were played off the park four nil. It seems like we got a bit of a are, uh, are doing over but it wasn't a 4-0 for me obviously people disagree but it wasn't we didn't deserve the 4-0 um, so we yeah it's it. I imagine he's got a few games a few games but then a few games like you say I think we've got 9 or 10 games before January um, so I would hope in those 9-10 games 30 points 15 points out of those would be a good one, just in the position we are at the minute. Um, and then who knows in January? One, who knows, because our chairman, I ain't got a clue what <laughs> what he's going to do or if he's got any money. We can't pay tax bills, apparently. We want 200 quid off every fan. Um, that that went, came and went. So uh, is he going to be able to afford us to get some loans in, some Premier League loans that we're desperate for, for something up front, something up front? Mm, that's it isn't it because like we've been there before as well where you've been down the bottom chaotic owners and you're just looking for that spark of inspiration whether it be sort of a free transfer that comes in or just a lone player that you know has Premier League pedigree or something that can just drop down and then immediately start firing the goals but I mean with the possession stats back to that um, I did actually look into it and um, I think in three of the five games that Danny Rules managed you've had more possession which for a team 24th in the league that's pretty good going I mean, we're trying to play more of the ball, but the teams we've played against have been 
good championship teams. You know, every team we've mm-hmm. played since Rooney took uh, charge has been top half of the table. Yeah. So this is a game that Birmingham fans are looking at and thinking, right, we spoke about, you know, trying to be more attacking, forward thinking, all this kind of stuff. So we want more of the ball. But then again, Sheffield Wednesday seem to want more of the ball now as well. So it's going to be quite interesting to see who has more possession. But how do you think this will sort of pan out in the game in terms of who's going to keep more of the ball, patient style of play, or do you think it's just going to be cagey, you know, get the ball up here, let's try and just sort of attack in their third? I think I think it will be cagey. I think it will be just purely the situation both clubs are in and both managers. Um, it's it's not a must win for each uh, for either manager, but it's a winnable game for each manager. They must be looking at this thing, especially Wayne Rooney, who quite rightly say Sam the game the games you've played he's played against the teams are the top half teams, whereas we've. We, Millwall, they got a new manager, so we were hopeful there because they didn't know how Joe Edwards was going to go. Obviously, that word. Bristol City, they they just got rid of Nigel Pearson, and then we played Rotherham, who was obviously. So we've had three games that have all been winnable, or you think you've got a bit of a winnable thing. Obviously, we only won one out of those three. So now it it's uh, looking at Birmingham, and it's the same. You, you're not in a great position. You're not in great form. So it's Wednesday fans are looking at going. I think yeah, it's a it's a winnable it's a winnable game. Uh, we've got we've got Leicester at home on Wednesday a week on Wednesday night. That's not a winnable game. <laughs> I'll no, be honest. I don't think it's a winnable um, game for anybody in the league to be honest. The way they're going. Is, so we've got to look at these and take that opportunity. So I think uh, fans will be confident. I think the team will be confident. Um, and, and we spoke just off before, didn't we, about the international break. Mm. We've both had international breaks where teams that are in great form are like, we don't want the international break. We want to carry on the form where where I would have said, like, both our teams have gone, thank God for that. We've got two weeks on the training pitch. Let's get it nailed down. What we need to do against our opponents. Um, and I just, I'm just hoping that we've trained a bit harder than you guys. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the players, the Birmingham players are being put through their paces quite a bit because the demand that you know, the way we want to play now, it's very sort of forward thinking and it's back and forth and it's a lot of stamina required. So mm. um, it will be, you know, a frenetic game, I think, with both teams just sort of trying to get the ball, dominate possession kind of thing. But um, in terms of sort of, we, we, we spoke about this um, on your channel, but like you asked me to sort of give a forecast of how I think the game's going to pan out. So I'm going to ask you, how do you think this game's going to pan out? And I already know your that's, answer, but just let the people know what you think. That's not fair. <laughs> you can't turn around my question onto myself. <laughs> it's such a good question. I feel like I've got to take oh, it. You can use it. You Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You can use it. Um, of course. Um, it's, it, it's, I, be, I do believe it's, it's going to be a bit a bit cagey. I do. I think you were right with the possession stats and, and if that's the way that Rooney is, is also wanting to look to play, uh, they, they, they're going to clash. Someone's got to give. It's not going to be a 50-50, is it, on possession? So there is someone's going to have the upper hand, and it's how you use that possession. Um, and the, the stats out of the three out of the five that we've had uh, a plus possession, 
um, over our opponents, it's, it's not it's not turning to as many goal opportunities, goal chances, shots on goal, which we are really lacking in um, each game. It's it's um, I think it's going to be first half. It's going to be a bit cagey, possession based. I think both teams will have a lot of the ball. Um, I really do. Um, and then f- for me. I don't know, forgive, I don't know Birmingham's position with uh, substitutions and, and things like that and, and your bench, if it's a strong bench because of players coming back or, or anything, but off the bench, we are a bit light. Um, we're not scoring goals, like I said, with the first 11 and we haven't got anyone. We we have, um, we had a young guy, uh, Bailey Kadamatre, um, that came on against Moor. Look, it's plays for... Uh, I think he plays for the under-19s, under-21s, he stepped up. But he had 45 minutes on Saturday against Millwall. Showed real good promise. Got a bit of pace. He's scoring goals for fun in the youth team. So, I'm, I'm looking at him if he's going to be on the bench for, for a bit of inspiration, if needed. Um, but I'm going to go second half. It's going to open up a little bit more. Then it's, it's whoever the team or whoever the manager is going to go. You get to, say, the 80 minutes. And do you want to win this game? Are you going to make changes and go for it? Or are you going to go, right, we've tried in 80 minutes, it's not quite working, we're going to take the point um, and try and defend the point. So I'm hoping Danny Rule is going to go for it. I really am. I think he's, he might see, he might weigh Birmingham up for the first, like I say, uh, first half and then uh, I think second half go for it. And then we'll just, just sneak a win. I think we'll just sneak a win. Uh I know you've said you've shipped you've shipped some goals lately, um, but I'd outweigh us our inability to score rather than your defensive frailties. So a one nil a one nil win for me in the second half, midway probably 70, 70th minute. I'm going to go that, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then us us Wednesday nights will go back home five o'clock. Um, happy as as anything. Looking out for a certain person's vlog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and a certain person for Sheffield Wednesday will feature on the pitch who um, is sure to get a hostile reception in Barry Bannon. I mean, he's someone that has played for Sheffield Wednesday for a number of years now. Sort of, what's your take on his Sheffield Wednesday career? Because he's been a vital player for you in your history the last few years. He, he has. Uh, I think he's, he's, he's into his um, eighth season, I think it is now. Um, obviously, twilight of his career um, is... He has been a great servant um, for the club. Um, there, is, there is people. I mean, I mean he's not he's not been my favourite player. I'll put hand up and everything like that. He's not been my favourite player and thing, but I appreciate what he's done for the club. He, um, he's had multiple times he could have left, uh, especially relegation when we got relegated to League One. He could have left then, um, but he hasn't. He stuck to the club and he said he wanted to get back promoted, which he helped last season, of course. Um, but he is that player that in the past has been able to unlock teams for us. Um, he, unfortunately, th- this season and the last couple of seasons, he's not contributed as many goals as he has done previously. Probably because of his age and the way he's playing, he's adapted his game. Um, but I do love to see a 30-yard 30, 30 of Barry Bannon pinger, top corner. Um, and he, he has done them in the, future, in the past for Sheffield Wednesday. Um but yeah, I am sure he will get pelters from from the Blues fans 
because, like you say, his, his allegiance to another team in Birmingham. Um, so I'm sure he'll have a, himself may have a little bit of bite in his in his play because of that. Um, I know he did he did live um, in Birmingham for a few years and travelled to Sheffield when he first moved um, to to Hillsborough. So I'm sure he's still got uh, is it claret and blue, isn't it? I think is it they playing? Yes. I mean, you wouldn't know, would you? <laughs> you <laughs> saying earlier that I'm not naming Minos. I'm not naming that other club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it'd be a good. It'd be a, another uh, another side dynamic for for his game. Obviously, playing against uh, one of the rivals of his previous club. Gives that extra bit of edge, doesn't it? But um, just to end on what I usually sort of say to fans that come on that um, Birmingham are facing is what's your sort of memories from the fixture in the past, games that you've been to perhaps or watched on the TV, sort of memories from dating back years, if you want, like, you know, Birmingham versus Sheffield Wednesday. Sam, there's only one memory. And I think you may have seen the clip that's gone around in the last week or so. So it was 20... Let me get this right. I think it was 2017. It was at St Andrews. Um, I think Wednesday had gone one nil down. Let me. I'm just getting. I'm, I'm rubbish with things, so I'm here. So it was. Uh, yeah, and it was the Gary Hooper game. Because so, mm. do you remember the guy, the supporter, who was in the uh, yes, the, 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 the should we call it the prawn sandwich seats? Yeah, um, yeah. And it he just happened to kid. be all the away fans behind them, <laughs> and then just camera pans around, and you just see him staring at the window, and uh, that. Yeah, that's I've that's the it. guy. That's the guy. That's that's the one. That's that's my mem. That's my best memory of Birmingham. Um, I haven't been to St Andrews. It's my first trip on on Saturday. Looking forward to it. I love to tick the grounds off. Um, but yeah, just purely for that because of obviously, I think the first clip of it, he was giving the the away fan rightly so some abuse when Birmingham scored and then Gary Hooper scored. Um, and yes, it went a bit mental. And the, the poor guy, I'm sure he's still he's still having that nightmare now. Uh, and if he's mm. there on Saturday, or if if, if he was um, thing, but yeah, just is is the was that just away fans just for that like season? Was it doing some redevelopment, or is that where the away fans are? Like I said, I've not been. No, to it, it, it's where the away fans are. So it just so happens wow. that we put one of these boxes right behind uh, you know the fans, and it's just one of the things where. You know, if it goes your way, you give them all the stick. Oh. But you've seen that way where if it doesn't, <laughs> it could look rather embarrassing. Yeah, it was. It was uh, for the for the poor guy. It was, but hey, it's uh, it's one of those. That's what that's what it's fans own to. That's what the banter. Or I don't like that word, but you know the 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 Mickey taking and all that sort of thing. When it's just like that, and it's it was in the, the moment sort of for them ninety minutes. You know, anything goes yeah. kind of thing where you know you give it back, and then you know after the ninety minutes, it's like whatever. That's it. <laughs> of course it, it is and and that for me um is what is what 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 it's about it's great I, I love that sort of thing and that's that's one of the reasons like away I, I do go to quite a few away games if I can mm. um and that's what I, I do like I like going to different places and all the fans and stuff it's it just happens this season's not been the happiest of uh return homes from away games because mm. <laughs> we haven't won one yet <laughs> oh god it's one of the things where like if uh, i said it on your channel like if we've got sort of a record that another team's got where like it's been a certain amount of games where they haven't done something you just know it's going to happen against us it's one of the things where teams sort of seem to get lucky against us in that way <laughs> yeah I, mate I, probably the same with us probably the same with every fan isn't it mm. when when there's something not going your way um, there's always a stat that someone will go back to and say, well, you haven't beat us for 45 mm. games or 
we haven't scored in so many hours of football. Oh, it'll be against us that they'll score. So that, that's us. That, that'll be us. We've scored one. We've scored, what was it now? I think we've scored um, two goals. In the last nine games, we've only scored in one game. And that was a 2-0 win against Rotherham. So How many goals from set pieces do you know? None this season. None this season from set pieces. Well, we've got a one. We've only scored seven set piece goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. One nil. Chef Wednesday set piece corner off somebody's bottom. There we go. I love that. Yeah, well, well I said I, I was a bit more sort of optimistic on our side on your channel, so I said two one Blues. Um, I'm expecting both teams to score. It'd be one of the things where I think we'll need two goals to win it. So I'm hoping our attack can just sort of do the. Uh, job because we've got a lot of talent up front and it's one of the things where if things get clicking if the fans get up then I mean regardless it's going to be a good game but if we get an early goal then I could really see us getting a couple so hopefully sort of in the Birmingham fans favour it swings in our favour but um, thanks for coming on the channel Ash it's been fantastic chat with you Um, if you want to plug all your socials or you know what's coming up in the future go ahead no, oh, cheers, Sam. No, thank you for having us on. Uh, really appreciate talking. I mean, talk about Sheffield Wednesday is great. It just wish it'd be in happier times. That I mean, I could talk about like lots of goals and games and things are, but it's not. But yeah, um, yeah, we're all over the socials. Just just search for the Wednesday week, um, Twitter, YouTube. Obviously, uh, thank same for yourself coming on our channel, and everyone will be able to see both shows, uh, no doubt, very soon. So it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Mm, fantastic and um you'll be at the game on saturday so um all the best sort of in the away end i'm sure it's going to be a good atmosphere and uh, the wednesday fans will make a lot of noise so it'll make for a great atmosphere and um it's my first game actually watching rooney in the stadium so um it'll be sort of a great chance to see up close you know what the players are like because hopefully i can be a lucky omen because in, in the past with birmingham managers I seem to not be a lucky omen whenever I go to games. So hopefully uh, it changes around oh. this time and it'd be great to chat to some of the fans at the ground as well. And um, just want to give a quick shout out as well to um, the fans that voted for us at the Football Content Awards. We won a gold award actually for our best football league content creators. So thank you so much to everybody that voted for us and just wanted to give a quick oh, shout well. out because this is the first video we've made since the award ceremony. So just thank you so much for everybody that's voted and uh, a lot more videos like this coming where we have good chats with championship fans and uh, have a bit of a laugh really so... you, you should have you should have said before sam i'd have put a tie on <laughs> smart and up like award winners Bloody <laughs> heck, uh, i didn't realize i was coming on an award-winning show well well done yes Congratulations. yes winning blues focus now so um everything's on the up <laughs> and let's hope for uh, some positives on the pitch as well because that's the main thing but um thank you so much for everybody who watched this video be make sure to like share subscribe comment you know what your score is going to be and uh, keep right on Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.